here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Do Thank it. you to our sponsor, Aquary, which <laughs> consists of a team of creatives headed by experienced content creators Patty Dwyer, Zachary Perkins, and Dalton Roan. They specialize in entertainment photography and filming, producing music videos, mixing music, as well as producing and hosting comedy shows. Got an idea? They'll bring it to life. Catch them on Chromecast on April 25th. Contact their Facebook or Instagram to find out how they can bring your vision to life. And of course, as always, thank you to our Patreon supporter, Ernie Kinnemer, and let's start the show. Thursday night, and it's time for the Open Micers Podcast. I'm Jason Robbins. I'm Jacob Craig, and our guest tonight is local comedian Kyle A. Gross. Uh, Would you call me? <laughs> Jacob froze. I guess it's that he van. Froze. It's that Van Cleve internet. Um, he's, oh no! He's got to run outside. Really and, blowy outside. Yeah, he's got to run outside and make sure the uh, the hamsters running on the wheel to make it go. So. He's gonna stand on the roof and adjust the antenna. Yeah, he's got like one arm in the air, like holding, you know, like some. As uh, long as he isn't making masseu. Okay, mom, go stand out on the roof, <laughs> please, so I can do my podcast. Yeah, this poor mom's out on the roof. She's got like you know, uh, tin foil, like holding it right. up in the air. <laughs> I don't care if it's lightning, mom. I need. It. <laughs> <laughs> but you are Kyla Grace, or as uh, he was me. going to joke that you are Kyle A. Grace. Oh, there he goes. Hey, he just dropped out. Oh, there he goes. So, um, you are actually going to be a part of the uh, the roast battle coming up, aren't you? No, nope. you're not. That's not me. I'm not in this roast battle. Um, so I'm usually I like to call myself a sea biscuit. And so if you can beat me at the roast, okay, good. I'm boosting your confidence so you can actually compete with the real thoroughbreds. <laughs> but, Guys, I died but, and came back to life. I know. I see you. that. <laughs> yeah, and you just and killed so, the podcast. So, no. so. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. And so anyway, so um, no, I'm not going to be on this roast battle. But um, I mean, we definitely have. I guess we have a few things coming up. Um, we're talking about doing another murder mystery dinner at the um, or a Keith Museum. And How did so, the murder mystery dinner go? Oh my I, god! I wanted to go. Oh my gosh! It was fantastic. First off, we sold out like three nights before the show even like was there. Um, everybody was on time. The team was just great, and um, the audience loved it. The Chandelier Brewing Company loved it. Uh, making groceries they did some really good food and so we definitely had a really good time but yeah and that that's next awesome. one you do i definitely want to want to uh do that one because i've never done that before and i think that'd be interesting to do so there's different ways you can do it and i think it all just depends on what the venue wants and what kind of performance they're looking for so like we didn't really even have a stage and so we ended up using the actors they were rotating and so the audience just stayed in their seat the whole night. And then these characters would just go by and start talking like shit about each other. <laughs> I think he did it that bitch. Like, oh, it was so funny. Mel and Nikki ended up like getting in a fight and like Nikki ripped her wig off. What did what? you say? And like run it across. It was so great. I mean, we planned it. 
but <laughs> it, just the execution was, it, I, you couldn't have done it any better. That sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. And so we had uh, Brian King. He was like my, um, my backup cop. He was taking photos the whole time, but he had these like aviators and Nikki was the girlfriend. Um, Nikki Coleman. Mel Strobel, she was the sister. And then we had Jeremy Lambert, who played the uncle. And of course, Zachary Perkins played, uh, his name was Zach. And so he played the loan (laughs) shark. Oh, he was great at it. He had this like gold chain on. And so, oh, he looked really, it was good. Everybody dressed up great. Everybody loved their characters. And um, when I first saw it actually going through in the first rotation, I was like, guys, it's really working. We're actually doing this. I didn't think that it would actually, I was like, because it's the first time doing one of those shows. I mean, you know, the first time you'd ever do like a showcase somewhere. Yeah. Like you don't know if it's actually going to work at this. And then it did. And it was like, okay, oh, yeah. maybe we can do it again. But, yeah. So yeah, the Aura Keith wants us. That's amazing. I hope you, you get that deal done for sure. I know that like anytime I book a showcase, I'm always extremely shocked that it actually comes together like it actually right and like people actually show up and like actually are there to do what they're supposed to do like all of my actors showed up one time i was like you've got to be kidding me there's no way (laughs) that's that's my biggest concern always at all times working with comedians is that maybe one of them will just not show up Mm. and then like not even on purpose they're just like oh i forgot you didn't remind me 10 minutes ago to be here so that's why you don't see me running shows anywhere because uh, yeah, I've been through an, uh, in the entertainment industry so long that I know I've done it everything before and I just don't like the stress. So I would rather just show up. That's yeah, what I want to do. At the, show you're up. at the age now where you need to start worrying about your heart too. Yeah. So you can't be under a lot. I know. <laughs> that's, that's actually the truth. Like I don't want to yeah. have a heart attack when I'm 45. And I'm at the weight now where I need to really be worried about my stress. I probably should stop booking shows too. It's not easy. It sucks. I hate, I hate like the stress of yeah. just having but to the, worry about that crap. But the payoff is amazing though. I mean, like, like Kyle Yeah, when you can pull off the show, yeah. it was. I was like, oh my gosh, we can do it again and we'll do it again. And now mm. I'm like on this, like it's the adrenaline rush now. Yeah, it's like when you accomplish anything, when you finally get to the point of like, holy shit, I did it, you know, like, mm-hmm. especially when you're you are in doubt of if you could do it or not, and you finally do it. It's like the payoff is indescribable. It's like the best feeling in the world. I wouldn't say I was in doubt, but I definitely, um, there was a couple of sleepless nights. Hmm, I have to yeah. thank everybody for letting me message them at like 2.30 in the morning hey, this is about this year character. You got to do this. Like, I would send them, like, crazy notes. But they were, like, but they loved it, too. I really, um, everybody had a good time. They all want to do it again. And so um, you can make them bigger. You can have, I mean, we only had four suspects. So I bet you, I mean, I've seen shows pull off with, like, six or eight different suspects. Yeah. And so is, like, live I mean, this this kind of thing, this murder mystery kind of thing, it's sort of, it, 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 I mean, it is live theater mm-hmm. in a way. So, I mean, is this the kind of thing that, that you want to venture more into, like live acting, that sort of thing? Well, so the way that we did it is I didn't tell my actors everything. I told them, like, little bits of their character. This is how they knew each other. But when it comes to being the character, 
And I mean, it's comedy, but at the same time, like they were telling stories. Like Jeremy went off on a bit on like, I don't know what kind of drugs I can mention here on the podcast, but he was like, uh, they did a whole, he did a whole bit about cocaine because his character's a gambler and he has all kinds of addicts. And so he started, it's theater improv almost. Like he knows his character, but he doesn't know exactly what he's going to say. There was no complete said written script and it was a lot of coming off of each other. So I guess it was like a little bit of improv, but um, the structured improv, it was like a half and half, but they had a lot of freedom to do what they wanted to. Like I didn't tell Nikki to pull off her wig. She did that on her own. (laughs) (laughs) She just went and just pulled at it yelling at Mel because they didn't like each other. And so, and then of course I'm like this really bad cop and I'm trying to separate them and then that doesn't work. And then Brian's just standing there taking photos and he has this like SWAT team jacket on. And I mean, he looked great too. He had like a CSI cap. He looked like a straight up cop. And I had like a gun belt. I got props from, um, it's not movie sets. And I did this on um, the Croncast. It's, so it's movie sets. It says movie sets on the outside of it in yeah. Slido. They have sponsored us with props. That's cool. So yeah, so we got to. I like it had like fake guns. I was still scared of them. I wasn't quite. <laughs> I couldn't even pull them out the holster. Yeah, there's two of those actually. That movie sets place that's in Slido. And then they own the by. place in Gulfport. Yeah, yeah. There's a place in Gulfport too. That uh, it's a huge warehouse just full of movie oh, yeah. props. It's awesome. But yeah, and they'll do weddings and like their haunted house every year. The terror on the coast is huge. Every year. Uh, did they mm-hmm. do it this year? I don't I don't know if they did or not. Yeah. I went through. I mean, I like I said, we have a, just a family friend that works for the guy and he was the one that was able to give me the hookup and he does. He does the uh, haunted house every year. He fixes a lot of like the cars cuz he has like a bunch of cars. If you ever get you can tour the movie set place in Slido. Yeah. And so they have like the computer system from Planet of the Apes or one of them. And so they have, I mean, it's like a nerd field. Like I was like, oh my God, look at this and look at this. And they took me to like the gun section because I needed guns or like they supplied us with this giant case of money. (laughs) that was my like, oh, it was great. But they're, I mean, they have everything there. They have cars, they have RVs. Don't they have an Ecto-1? The car from Ghostbusters? I don't know. I didn't get to, it was like really rainy that day, so I didn't walk outside too much. And plus, I had to go to work. Anyway, I think they do. I didn't get I'm to walk sure, the whole property. I'm pretty sure they had that set up at um, either this year's or last year's Haunted Trail. I think they did one of those. Okay. Hmm. Well, they say. for sure have like some kind of James Bond car. There's like a little bitty convertible thing, but it was like taken apart, but it didn't have, it was like, some kind of fancy car. I don't know, cars. They had cars. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> I'm not a car guy. I don't know cars. <laughs> I actually got to uh, film a movie in the in the warehouse over in Gulfport. And, uh, oh, shut up. I was just kind of off by myself in between scenes or whatever and just walking around. Because the place is like the size of like two or three football fields. And um, right. I'm just kind of walking around in there looking at stuff. And all of a sudden I come up like in the middle of this one Western looking set. And there's like a bunch of dead stuffed horses everywhere. Hell yeah. I'm like, what is this? (laughs) I took some pictures. I took a video and I went back and asked one of the, the producers. I was like, 
what's up with all the dead horses over there around the corner? He's like, oh, that they used that in Django Unchained. Like, oh, wow, okay. Hey, what movie were you shooting there? Was it Mississippi River Sharks? No, it was called uh, Glass Talons of the Iridescent Raven. Almost as good. <laughs> yeah. Almost as good as Mississippi River Sharks. Yeah. Nothing will quite reach that level. We need to hurry up and get Jason London on so we can talk about Mississippi River Sharks. Yeah, I know. Mississippi River Sharks. I'm so invested now. Have you have you seen it, Kyla? Uh, no. It's awful. So, it's an amazing <laughs> okay. movie. It's um it's really character driven, you yeah. know. I mean, okay. there's a lot of it's a really thick plot. Like, I mean, you can't just watch it on the surface. You have to do a lot of film study on it. Uh, but it was a sci-fi original movie in which Wally uh, got eaten by a shark, I believe. No, okay. uh, me, me nor and, Wally got to be eaten by sharks. I thought he got eaten by a shark. I don't know. I haven't no. seen it all the way through. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody's Wally, seen it all the way. I don't even think the director has seen it all the way through. <laughs> but Jason and Wally worked on it, and Jason London was in it, and uh, it's my favorite movie of all time. There were a lot of local people who were who were in it. Uh, Which river had the sharks in it? It was going to be a new. It it didn't necessarily describe anything correctly, so I imagine we were supposed to be on the Mississippi River. I don't know. <laughs> I don't but know. But you guys shot it in in Ocean Springs. Yeah, right? we shot it on one of the pier or one of the piers or boat docks over in ocean springs and that was a long two days of shooting that was uh very uncomfortable there's a lot of mud and crabs y'all get and in the water and sharks. No. Yeah. No, there's- <laughs> they did have a remote control shark though which was cool okay how much of the sharks were cgi jason all of it every yeah. single bit there was like the, a dummy shark that they used as like a placeholder for where the CGI would be, which was kind of cool. Cause I mean, it looked like a shark. It was just kind of, you, you could tell it was fake, but yeah. other than that, that was, you know, they had the remote control shark, which is basically just the top of a shark with like a, a little remote control boat underneath or a submarine underneath it. So you could have like the shark fin come out of the water. And then That's a real awesome. alligator comes out and just eats it. I'm surprised it didn't. <laughs> It should have been Mississippi River Alligators. You could have used real gators for that. Yeah, no kidding. No, that's the sequel. Mississippi yeah. River Sharks versus Mississippi Alligators. We need to do a reunion panel for Mississippi River Sharks on this podcast. You know what? I'm going to look and see if it's streaming anywhere, because if you guys actually want to watch it, I don't suggest it. <laughs> they still oh, show totally it on Sci-Fi it. Channel. No, I, totally I caught it on Sci-Fi the other, the other day. Is it? Are they still playing it? Yeah, they still oh play it on God. Sci-Fi. Like at three in the morning, I just found it on, and I was like, "Holy shit, I found it, dude!" I literally cannot even find it on Just Watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's on it's YouTube. A little obscure. It should be on YouTube. Wow, you can always rent. I'm I'm trying to look on Amazon and see if you can rent it. I mean, whatever amount it it is, it's it's too, too much. little. It's too little. I'd pay even more <laughs> just to watch Mississippi River Sharks again. Uh, let's see. Um, no, it's not even. You can't even get like a DVD or anything. So you just kind of have to just hope you like turn on Sci-Fi and just hope you see it. Yeah, if you have Directv, just look for Mississippi River Sharks on <laughs> Sci-Fi Channel. I just I I was lucky. I was one of the lucky ones. <laughs> 
but I feel like we've talked too much about Mississippi River Sharks yet again. We do this. We every always episode. do. <laughs> I don't know why. Why do you keep bringing it up? Because <laughs> it's I'm in love with it, Jason. You're just when jealous. A man is in love. You're just jealous because you've never been in a movie yourself. You know what? You're right. And I've had a chance to be in a movie, and, <laughs> and I it. and I turned that chance down, and I'm never gonna I'm never gonna live it down, man. Yeah. You missed your window. You could have been the next Tom Cruise. I could have been the next Tom Cruise, or or at least like the next Jonah Hill. Maybe. I was just about to say that. No, you could never be Jonah Hill. <laughs> you could be the next Jonah Hill, Kyla. <laughs> Let's get back to I, Kyla. She, she's yeah. our guest. Let's ask have her you some love questions. Jonah Hill. So, Kyla, have you ever Hill. been in an awful sci-fi original movie? No, but I did take like um, short films for festivals and like in Canada when I was at the art camp. Anyway, so um, who the hell goes to camp in Canada? My it was a Christmas <laughs> present, and my dad sent me up there, and I ended up kept I kept going back. But um, no, I did short films for festivals, and one of the films that we ended up doing had to be a silent film. Ooh, and. It was great, but the, <laughs> the ending was really cheesy to the point where he just had to paint something. And the final scene is him like putting up a piece of artwork that's in a collage of other ones. And then one of the pieces is just a spoon taped to a piece of paper. We were, come on, we were literally teenagers <laughs> given a camera. Yeah. We were going to make something stupid. And so it was, it. it was just a spoon taped to a piece of paper. I did it. And he could sleep now, and he was no longer an insomniac because he taped a spoon to a piece of paper. So, were you behind the camera <laughs> or in front? of I the was camera? the one directing. I directed that one. Okay. And so I got to act in a couple more. Um, we did like a scary film. Like a, we each had a genre, and so ours was the silent. So I acted in the scary one, and all I had to do was stand there, and you don't really have to do much because they just edit you like in and out and make it real quick. Yeah. And yeah, I didn't do much. I mean, it was like no saying. They like put animal sounds with me. It's nothing like being <laughs> sound covered by an animal. <laughs> it's like, ah, but it's just me, and I'm, and it's I'm supposed to be ah, making all oh these noises because I had a mask on. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. I was like, that's very insulting. <laughs> Right. They just they just put animal noises over here. Like, oh, right. this is the monster. <laughs> this is the monster. <laughs> but have you thought about doing any more acting? Because, like, let's face it. I mean, Mississippi right now is kind of booming when it comes to movie and TV production. Well, yeah, I would. I would love to. Um, I try. I signed up for one of the acting agents. This was years ago. Like only a couple, but um. I signed up for it, but the idea is, is you just got to go to these auditions and you have to dress the part. It's sometimes you're just an extra. And then, um, like, so I did an extra one time. I was in New Orleans. It was for 12 rounds with, um, God, what's that wrestler's name? The Rock? But they filmed, no, it's, the, it's not Cena either. It's like, um, Hulk Hogan. No, he's younger. Macho man Randy Savage. No, it wasn't him either. Um, now I'm Chris about to look Jericho. At the, thank you. 
Thank you, thank you. Yes, I got it. <laughs> That's it. It's a and so you get to be this, and you get like twenty bucks maybe, and I got to drive all the way to New Orleans, and then just for them to cut my scene, so I'm not even in the fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan. So I've been there. I've done. I've done a little bit of that too, but um... I, I'm not a fan of doing like the background stuff, like because I started right. out kind of doing that, doing back, and that's what you know Mississippi River Sharks was. I've done a couple other productions where it was kind of background work, and I hate it. I can't stand right. it. It's like. 12, and then you're treated like a piece of trash, like yeah, a prop that's just twelve right to eighteen here. hours. You stand right here. And you like and most of the time you're doing small work. production stuff and you like don't even get like, you know, like a place to sit. So like during mm-hmm. Miss- during Mississippi River Sharks, I literally took naps on the concrete because <laughs> I had nowhere to sit. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. But that was worth it, though, right? To get that on your resume. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> I got so much work off of that. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a chance to be in. Uh, Do you really put it on your resume, Jason? I'm sorry. I'm really <laughs> on my acting on my acting resume. I do not on anything else. Well, I guess. Oh, look at that! I guess I should start building on that thing. Yeah, an acting should, resume. Yeah, you should build an acting resume, and and you know, once you get how many professional productions do you need before you get a SAG card? Don't you uh, only need like three? Uh, I don't remember exactly what the requirements are, but you have to have speaking lines in a SAG production. There's already okay. a Kyla Grace in the SAG, and I'm very sad. Well, then you could just be Kyle A. Grace. No. <laughs> That's what I introduced you as when I was bugging out. I was going to do that yeah. bit where I forgot who you were. And so I said, Kyle A. Grace. Oh, did I get the right guest? And then I fucking, you're just, I just, just bugged mad out. because your mother loves me. Yeah, she loves you more than she loves me, but that's not saying. I don't lot, think though. that's very true. <laughs> I think she, I think she loves all of us more than she loves yeah. you. <laughs> she does. She thinks of you all as her children, which is weird because Jason is like ten years younger than my mom. Oh, she always shares her uh, her mushrooms with me. Her um, deep her fried, fried mushrooms. mushrooms. Yeah, her fried yeah, mushrooms. I was Jason. like, wait, I haven't gotten the mushrooms. I was very. Her, yeah, her we get mushrooms. We get stoned and we ride. <laughs> And we like, you know, we go to other dimensions and talk to light beings together. It's great. We've actually met Joe Rogan before on the astral plane. You guys should come. (laughs) (laughs) Your mom meets him on the regular. She's like, all right, um, I'm going to go meet Joe Rogan. She sits on the couch. Um, Next thing you know, uh, Jacob's mom's going to have like a, uh, what do you call those pods? Those isolation pods put in the house. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Deprivation tank, whatever it's called. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Dude, I've thought about starting podcasts with my mom because what we'll be riding in the car together and you don't have to talk to my mom to have a conversation. You just have to exist. And she'll just, just constantly keep talking to me and tell me stories over and over again that she's already told me. And then she'll Dude. be like, oh, look, but a she'll listen to your stories. She's like, she's such a great listener. Just too. let's get her on the podcast. <laughs> right. Yeah, she's, mom. Podcast. she's the she comedy mom, the man. Dude, she takes care right of all of it. How many cigarettes have we all bummed off of her mm. over the last four years, three years? It's got to be thousands of dollars worth. Got to be. Yeah, for sure. I've, uh, le- I've smoked at least. I fired. Three- I've smoked your college education away, at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> but speaking of four years ago, man, Kyla, we when we first met, mm-hmm. I don't even remember how long ago it was, but when we first met, 
I think you had been doing comedy for about six months, maybe. It took me a while to get to the Kraken. Yeah. How long have you been doing comedy now? I thought it was two years, but it might be off on my math. It might be three years now that you say something. When I met you, weren't you doing... <laughs> I might have lost a year. Weren't you doing um, open mics at uh, Boots and Spurs? Was that what it, what it, what it was called yeah. at the time? Yeah. That but was even before that, you were, I saw you at the Juke, and, and right. you had told me that you had been doing comedy for about six months, and I had been doing it for about a year at, at that point, I think. And that was okay. So maybe it's been three years. I, I've yeah, been because doing... that was forever ago. I was <laughs> yeah, a, I, I was a, so. I was eighteen at, at that point. I had just turned eighteen. I was thinking about that today too. I was like, wait, Jacob's almost a man. Yeah, uh, next, <laughs> so next Thursday. <laughs> next Thursday, I'm going to convince Jason to get drunk with me on the podcast because it's I'll my 21st it. birthday. Hey, you know what? I came on the wrong podcast. Well, next Thursday, (laughs) I might actually have a Hulk Hogan stash if this bet doesn't go Yes, dude. (laughs) That would be so damn uh, entertaining. What's the bet? Get drunk as Uh, Hulk Hogan. I made a bet with Wally that, that, well, can I spoil this? I mean, I don't want to spoil anything. Okay, so WandaVision spoilers. Oh, I know. I've been reading all of it, watched um, all of it. Let's well, do basically, it. Well, basically, there's there's a character. I'm in on, the meme groups. There's a character on the show who is is playing a character that is related to her, but is not oh, the I, same I I actor. Right. It, but is the actor that played that same character in another set of movies? If that makes any right. sense. Right. Yeah. It's the same <clears throat> universe, but almost like a different yes. dimension. And this this has already been spoiled for me. So I imagine if anyone's listening, it's probably already been spoiled for you if you haven't seen it. It's but um, we made a bet because my theory is that he is uh, Loki. Because yeah. they're okay. going to have the Loki series, and they're going to have to do something regarding It wouldn't Loki. be the first time he's pulled that trick, exactly. though, either. And also, this is going to have to go into the Multiverse of Madness, which is the next Marvel phase, what, five we're in now, the Doctor Strange movie, so why would it not be Loki? That's, that's well, my theory. And, then- and Wally is adamant that it is not. So we made a bet that if it turns out to be Loki, he loses... Whoever loses the bet has to shave their their beard into a uh, into a handlebar mustache like Hulk Hogan. I don't think he's even real. I don't. I don't think he's real. I think it's a whole her own production. And then I mean, if you're right about that, then Jason has to have a Hulk Hogan mustache. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> what about um, how deep are we going into spoilers? Ah, screw it. Let's just spoil it. Let's just you it, can say it, whatever it, you want. If you've it's never whatever. seen WandaVision, you don't want to be spoiled. Stop the podcast right now. <laughs> that, okay. Well, so, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the um the Agatha theory. Yes. And so I mean that one was almost confirmed this last episode, but it's the idea that she doesn't. She's trying like she can't do it. She's not a part of it or anything. Yeah, that one's kind of like. Well, she was mm, dressed she like a witch she? for Halloween. That's what I'm saying. That one kind of confirmed it. Uh, I thought for me, but she didn't. It didn't really confirm. She's not presented as Agatha. But no, I personally, I, I, I think he's going to turn out to be Loki <clears throat> because there was a flash where she turned around and saw him with all the bullet holes but in him. He was dead, right? That's why I think it's like one of her so I think it's, astro projections. I think Loki is messing with her because we have to acknowledge the fact that remember in Endgame. Uh, the um, 
who was the uh, what do they call it? Whatever Doctor Strange was, the one before him, um, the the grand ancient one, ancient one. Um, she said, if you take a stone out of the timeline, it creates a whole separate timeline and messes everything up from then on because that stone is not where it's supposed to be. So when they had to go back and put all the stones back that they got them from at the end of the movie to make the timeline work, Loki still had the the the, the tesseract, yeah. the tesseract in twenty fourteen oh, right, yeah. and disappeared. So that stone never got put back where it's supposed to be. So this might be that dark timeline that created by Loki. And the whole thing could get erased before the multiverse of madness movie. Could. I haven't even seen the show, and I'm already just speculating with you guys. <laughs> it's a good show. You need to watch it. It's if, really good. If you need, need to, to I'll, I'll I'll give you my Disney Plus password, and you can you watch You just it. now offered this to me. I definitely need that. I need to binge <laughs> all of it. I, need, I haven't even seen the first season of The Mandalorian, dude. Dude, you are the worst nerd ever. I know. Mm. But we only have eight minutes left, so I want to I want to talk about Kyla for eight more minutes. Okay, okay. Um, it's my favorite subject. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's my favorite subject too for for this forty minute period. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, so what's what are your goals in the entertainment industry, Kyla? Like, where where do you want to be as far as comedy and live productions and that sort of thing? So I love the idea of just being local. A local economy is a is a way to stabilize yourself. If you're feeding into your local, you're feeding into your global economy. And so um, I love the idea of feeding into that economy. I mean, there is a hole for murder mysteries and I would love mm-hmm. to, I would love to fill that hole. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <Hey now. laughs> and so, but also there's a great idea of doing just, I mean, even smaller shows. I mean, I mean, have y'all ever thought about doing like a, we could do a skit show for the Mary C. O'Keefe. They have a great auditorium there. It's small. Yeah. I mean, there's always the Sanger. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's like different theater companies there too, but we can also do stand-up shows there too. People do stand-up for crowds all the time. Absolutely, if we yeah. make like a big enough festival for it or something, it would be great. See, that's something they needed to really take care of in the Biloxi downtown area is the Sanger Theater. Oh, I love the singer. I love the singer, but they they could be doing so much more with it, like big comedy shows and stuff. But it's falling apart. Like it's just not. There's well, that's what it's not even bigger comedy shows. It's well, it's the idea of it's it's smaller, but for us it would be a bigger crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but you know, you know we could, but we could do. I mean, that, we could fit a lot of people in there. Yeah, how I many, think we could at least do the first floor. How many? How many uh, people does that place seat? At least a thousand, I, it, I would think. I was thinking a thousand, but I bet it's more like seven fifty. Hmm. That's still a lot of people, though. I mean, that's, that's still a lot of people. Even if we sell only like three hundred tickets, maybe we should it's do still another show that they haven't sold. Maybe once the uh, COVID's over with and we can start doing big shows again, let's get up one big comedian like uh, Brent Turhune or somebody to come and let's just have like a comedy yeah. festival. All the local people there we go. come yes. in and do like a day of it. I think it, it would yeah. be uh, I think it would be something fun for people to do. And we could have a schedule I, and people could come in by their time slots. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm 90% confident. I could get uh Steven Hofstetter to come headline the singer for yeah. us. 
because I've thought about hitting him up to get on our podcast too. Uh, I've had a connection with him for a little while, so mm-hmm. I, I mean, I could probably get him to come headline. And Mark Norman will do anything, man. Like, I mean, we we know a guy who knows a guy who knows Mark yeah. Norman. So, I mean, we could get him to come headline the Sanger. Well, maybe we should get together and um, let's talk to the people at the Sanger, and um, let's shoot for maybe like a summer thing because hopefully everybody will be vaccinated and ready to go by summertime hopefully even then like september october the weather's still good yeah true Mm -hmm. that kind of thing man i mean if you have a big headliner and you have a big comedy thing going on no matter when it is i mean people are going to want to come see it well if we get if we secure a good headliner and um we get a lot of the local comedians i I think we could get some good sponsors too um Mm -hmm. you know because we got connections with the the Brownwater Banter podcast and they have a lot of connections so and so we could get a lot of sponsors for it too uh, to help pretty much pay for it without having to come out of pocket. Yeah. Well, and then it's publicity for these venues as well. I mean, yeah. I know like once things again start opening up, these places are going to want shows. They're going to want mm-hmm. something that can be done and if mm-hmm. I mean, it's not going to be hard for us to get comedians that can do time. Yeah. And well, I think so, pretty much uh, everybody we know could do at least 10 to 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we're coming up on the, the last couple of minutes, Kyla. We always like to ask people what, it, it, you know, you've been doing comedy for uh, what, at least three years now. It's up for, it's up for debate. We don't know how long. <laughs> <laughs> at least three years. So what, what, do you, what advice do you have for if anybody listening to this that wants to come out to the open mics and wants to do, comedy and hasn't done it yet what is your advice for for kicking them in the ass and getting them on stage to do it all right so i said this on the podcast last wednesday with phil cron um you're not a real artist unless you've struggled with your art and so if you're struggling with your art that just means you're on your way there it's so if you're struggling to get on stage it's okay to have struggle that means you're actually working toward what you want to do and i guess for me, that's perform and do open mics and be a bad cop with a megaphone. Oh my God, they should never have given me the megaphone. But um, but you could you have to struggle with it. And so if you're struggling, that's okay. But like I said, it just means you're on your way there. Yeah. And, you know, magic happens when you step out of your comfort zone. And we've told people this a hundred times. If you want to get up there and do it, just you don't even have to do a full five minutes. If you want to do it, you only have one good joke. Just get up there and do the one joke. I think my first set, I only did like two and a half minutes, maybe. Yeah. But if you, if you really, if this is really what you want to do, you'll do it. Yeah. You'll do it and you can do it. That's all it is, as you can. Well, tell everybody where they can find you on the interwebs. Uh, my X-rated website? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, just my Facebook. I have a Facebook page. It's Kylie Grace. and can like it kylie grace comedy it's like a really funny picture of me with my head like two turned and <laughs> overdone eyebrows i need to get better pictures done so if y'all need a good if y'all know a good like headshot artist please somebody hey, tell me hit up our sponsor aquarius if you yeah. need so jacob we got less than a minute got anything uh you want to throw out there before we go uh i just Really wish, you know, my birthday is next Thursday. And for my birthday, I just want everyone to go to www.openmikers.com. Check out our Patreon tiers. And at this point, if you, you know, give us money on Patreon, what that goes to is longer episodes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you want us to do, be able to do this longer, then please go support us on patreon.com. 
And, you know, come listen to me and Jason get drunk next week. That'll be fun. Yeah, and go to tpublic.com, look up Open Micers Podcast, go buy some merch from us. That helps us out a lot, too. And um, go to uh, MississippiRiverSharks.com to see me and Jacob's OnlyFans. And, uh, <laughs> but no, uh, just go to at Open Micers on Twitter, Open Micers Podcast on Facebook. Uh, of course, OpenMicers.com takes you directly to our Patreon. And uh, if you want to email us, OpenMicersPodcast at gmail.com. And we will see you next week. Goodbye, Kyla. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, Bye-bye. Happy birthday, Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take my shirt off. Happy birthday, week. yeah.